Hello, welcome back to another episode. I am Jasmine, and you're listening to Jazz Up Your Life podcast. So, if you're new, I would highly recommend you to go right now and listen to the other two episodes, the first two, because then you can know me a little bit better. Anyway, um... Today's episode, I'm going to talk about one of the health conditions that I have and how I became stronger. So, one of the health conditions that I have is I've been diagnosed with it the longest. Um, I was diagnosed with it when I was 14 years old. And that is polycystic ovarian syndrome. Which, if you don't know much about that, it is a hormonal disorder causing enlarged ovaries with small cysts on the outer edges. The cause of polycystic ovary syndrome isn't well understood, but many involve a combination of genetic and environmental factors. Typically, what the cysts would look like would be a string of pearls on the ovaries. So, I developed this when I was 14, um, but I honestly think I had it earlier because I developed and went through puberty a little, well, started going through it a little bit earlier than a normal um, child would. Um, by normal, I mean one that won't, wouldn't have polycystic ovarian syndrome. And some of the symptoms can include acne or cystic acne, um, especially when you grow up to be an adult. Um, excess hair on the face and everywhere else. Um, that would be called unwanted hair. And um, um, another symptom would be irregular menstrual cycles. So if you're a guy listening right now and you don't really like to listen to womanly problems or menstrual cycle stuff, then <laughs> this episode is not for you. Um, if you hear me taking brief pauses, it's because I need a drink of water because <laughs> talking for so long makes me out of breath. Or not out of breath. Makes my mouth dry, I mean. Sorry. Anyway, so I remember... When I was 14, I was on a field trip with my school, and I wasn't feeling right. I was in a lot of pain, and um, the pain that I was feeling, I knew something was wrong. It limited me to moving. And being active, I had to come home early from volleyball practice because 
of the pain and I couldn't take it for so long. And, um, I also couldn't eat. I had no appetite. And I also had a little bit of a fever. And my dad knew something was wrong because I wouldn't get out of my bed. And, um, so he called my doctor's office and asked what he should do and told the nurse that, uh, what was going on and that I was in a lot of pain. And she recommended him to take me to the emergency room. Now, here's a little funny story. When I went into the emergency room of the hospital, the one of the nurses um, helped me get into a wheelchair and then whispered in my ear to ask me if there's any chance that I would be pregnant. And I was, since I was 14, I was really appalled and offended by that question. And my response was, no, there's no way. I'm 14. And um, she was like, well, you never know. And I'm like, I don't even have a boyfriend. <laughs> anyway, um, long story short, I get a lot of tests done. Turns out I had, it started with two cysts on my ovaries and they were huge. And um, so I saw a doctor about it and he put me on birth control right away. And a year later told me that my chances of probably ever conceiving when I'm older, would be very, very slim. Now, I know a lot of doctors say that, and then a lot of women end up getting pregnant anyway, but um, I, f I was 15, and hearing that didn't make me feel good, especially since I was 10 years old, I knew I was going to be a mom, and I knew I wanted to be a mom, especially a young mom in my 20s, and um, I might start getting emotional, but so fair warning. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, he said that, and I kind of got a little depressed. And um, that kind of triggered some anxiety and, you know, obviously depression. And being that young, I didn't know how to handle it. So I shut everyone out of my life. Pretty much. I, w I wouldn't talk about how I was feeling. I wouldn't talk about what my thoughts were. I wouldn't talk about school. I would... Actually, I stopped doing schoolwork just because knowing something that you know that you, that is what you wanted and that you knew it was your purpose and knowing that it's going to be super, super hard to even achieve that was very devastating to me. Now, um, I literally... 
had only had one regular menstrual cycle ever in my life. Ever since being diagnosed with polycystic ovarian syndrome up until just recently, the past. They've been super regular for like the past five to six months. And that's because of some of the supplements I take and my diet. <clears throat> now, also growing up, um, I couldn't really eat according to my health condition. Like, I couldn't really eat healthy that much because um, I came from a poor family, pretty much. Um, both my parents worked. And they still work. And um, just because, you know, of bills and government. Anyway. Um, so yeah, they still work to this day. But um, back then, I mean, we had some nice meals. And I'm very thankful for that. But um, most of the time it was like, Craft macaroni and cheese, highly processed deli meat, like hot dogs, you know, like little Debbie cakes, brownies, you know, like sticky buns, stuff like that. Um, wasn't really the healthiest, to be honest, but, you know, my parents could only afford what they could afford. And for some reason... Healthy food is a lot more expensive than junk food, and I don't know why. I really don't. It baffles my mind. Anyway, so I already wasn't the healthiest, you know, and because of that, I, I honestly think that because of polycystic ovarian syndrome, I had started gaining weight and I first started gaining weight in third grade and there was a ton of weight that I gained um, and I started getting bullied um, and I was bullied up until now. I'm still even bullied to this day. It's just not as often. I don't see it as often. Um, I think because most of the time my confidence um, kind of scares them away because I do what I want pretty much. <laughs> um, and if you have a problem with that, then I'm like, well, if you have a problem with me succeeding, then you need help. And I honestly think that if people, if you don't like seeing other people succeed, then there's something going on in your life that you need to evaluate. And I would highly recommend doing like a soul search type of thing if you are in that boat. And I am so sorry if you are. Anyway, fast forward to being in high school. I developed a eating disorder because of how big I was and I was a new student didn't know anyone in the beginning then later I found out my cousin was going there so but she was 
doing like vocational trade school too. So she was only at school for half a day. So I didn't see her that much. So anyway, um, but when I did see her, you know, obviously she talked to me, but anyway, um, so yeah. And I developed an eating disorder. It was not anorexia. I was bulimic. I would not eat at school. Or if teachers saw me or was watching me, I would act like I was eating. But really, I was just putting my food into a napkin to throw away later. Um, and then when I got home, if I was alone, I... I wouldn't eat. Even if I was hungry, I would just drink water um, and watch TV and stuff and get my mind off of it. And then if I wasn't home alone, then I would eat. And then after everyone went to bed, I would make myself throw everything up. And I wouldn't stop until everything what came up. Um, I don't do that anymore by the way I, I got help for that um but um so yeah I've always been active and I've always tried to be as active as I can because with polycystic ovarian syndrome you kind of have to be active because otherwise if you're not you will gain weight and um same with not controlling your diet. I hate the word diet. Like the stuff you eat, okay? What you put in your body, you have to be mindful of it, whether you have health conditions or not. Um, anyway. So fast forward to 2014. Actually, no. 2011, because I was a freshman in 2012, 2011, I was kind of really depressed at this time. Um, I didn't know how to control my PCOS, is the acronym for polycystic ovarian syndrome. I had the hardest time controlling anything that happened with it. I literally... If I didn't take my birth control pills, I wouldn't get a cycle. And then if I did, sometimes I got it regularly, and then it would stop, and then I would get it, like, every couple months. It was still all over the place, and the birth control pills made me so moody <laughs> it, and didn't, and I don't think my parents thought too much of it that that's the reason why I was moody a lot because it causes hormone imbalances anyway so yeah I was already at a very dark place um fast forward to 2014 no, 2013 of December of 2013. I am 18 at this point, and I got surgery to remove my cysts. 
and knowing I still went forward with the surgery knowing that there is a 50-50 chance that the cysts would come back and my doctor also told me he he was so against it because I was so young and I was like well I can't deal with the pain anymore and it just it's too rough on me and I'm in high school and also at this time I was in cosmetology school while being in high school and I'm like it's making me not feel good and so we went on with the surgery everything went well I healed up really well the recovery was really good I was kind of loopy on the medication <laughs> I had some very loopy I have very loopy reactions to medication like high pain medication and I think everybody else does to a point but if you were to experience other people like in my family that have been on high pain medication like that I'm like kind of the worst I'm like in my own little world <laughs> anyway um so yeah I few months later I was in a lot of pain and it was like March and I was in so much pain my fever or temperature shot up to like a hundred something I think 102.3 or something like that it was above 101 and I was shaking so bad because I was so cold and when I do that and I'm sick and I shake because I'm so cold even though and I have a really high temperature it kind of looks like it, that I may be having a seizure seizure but I'm not it's just I'm so cold I can't control it and so I just start shaking I like shiver so bad Anyway, and then all of a sudden I just start throwing up and throwing up and throwing up and throwing up. So my mom takes me to the hospital, calls my school, says I won't be in because I'm sick. Actually, my mom said I was having appendicitis because I was having every single symptom in the book for appendicitis. And we get to the hospital and... Lo and behold, I had a lot of cysts back. Like, cysts came back, and there was more, like, double the amount than before the surgery. And two of them ruptured. Oh, boy. No wonder why I was in so much pain, and I had a fever, and I wasn't feeling good. So, you know, they took care of that and took care of everything. And then 2014, well, at this point, it's March of 2014. So, anyway, May 2014, I met my husband. 
and you know I told him about this condition and I'm like you know it may not we I may not be able to have children I mean it's possible but it's very very slim and it'd be very 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 hard to get pregnant and he told me hey that's fine you know we'll figure out a way if we're meant to be so lo and behold we have a plan for if we cannot get pregnant we're gonna adopt at some point um even if we are only able to have one child biologically we're still or two i don't know we still may adopt a couple of kids um because my heart goes out to kids that need a home because of a situation where their biological parents cannot take care of them or because they weren't loved um so anyway now that i have been treating my polycystic ovarian syndrome um my, myself so I mean if you have this condition too you're more than welcome and I encourage you to try the things that I have done that has been working for me but also know that I am not a doctor so I am not claiming 100% that this is you know it's gonna work for everyone so everybody is different and everybody everybody's body <laughs> will react a lot different than the way mine does to these supplements anyway if you I use the brand pink stork it's a fertility brand it helps with people getting pregnant helps with prenatal and postnatal stuff as well so I take the trying to get pregnant supplements mainly because it helps with regulating your cycles and the ingredients in all that stuff that helps with your fertility for women is also stuff that is used in other supplements that say they treat PCOS but haven't really worked well for me so I'm finding that pink stork actually does work for me I've been using them for the longest time I use their fertility tea and it's a sweet mint tea and it tastes so good it you can eat either have it hot or cold and it tastes so good um, they even have fertility sweets, which is like little tiny lozenge candies that is actually packed full of nutrients and vitamins and very low in sugar. So, <laughs> um, I have a couple of those a day. And then there's even capsules. The capsules is what I started with first. It has like a green label. And it says fertility. It has myo-inositol D in it. And that is used for treating PCOS. And from my experience, it also has 
helped with, like, a ton with balancing my hormones. And literally all my hormones are balanced. So I used to suffer from high excessive testosterone levels, which was causing my menstrual cycle irregularities and causing me to have facial hair, unwanted facial hair. And to be real with you, I still have unwanted facial hair, but it's not nearly as much or as often as what I used to, how I used to get it before taking these supplements. So I highly recommend the brand Pink Stork. Also, um, someday I plan on trying out the PCOS Diva supplements. They're just a little bit more ex on the expensive side. And I believe, you know, like the more you pay, the better quality you will get. But I just haven't been able to try them yet. So if you've tried it and have had success from like PCOS Diva supplements or something like that, and you know what I'm talking about, um, please get back with me. Please email me because I would like more information or I would like to hear other people's reviews on it. Anyway, and I kind of have been like every few months going completely plant-based on my diet until just recently. Um, like I would go like every three to four months um, on a plant-based diet and then in between the time I would eat meat but then also I relied a lot on soy for plant-based so until I figure out other alternatives because I just recently found out I'm allergic to soy um, so until I find something out I have to result into meat but I think I'm just going to stick with meat and just be very very healthy I'm still seeing great results um and losing weight with polycystic ovarian syndrome is extremely hard because a lot of women you know like um women who have more estrogen like excessive ex estrogen and low testosterone they crave sweets from what I've seen and then um women who suffer from the high testosterone like me crave high carbon salty food um from what I've seen and you know and some women you know who may have excessive estrogen may crave only carbs and um salt salty food and vice versa so you know, it's just a st statistic. So, anyway, um, I found that quite interesting, but I kind of follow. Okay, back in October, like the end of October up until January, I did keto, the keto diet, and. I lost 13 pounds. 
think up until January. Something like that, yeah. I lost 13 pounds and I did strictly keto. Then I stopped because it got really expensive and um, I was the only one on it. And also I was super moody because of how restrictive it is. Now I kind of think I found the right thing for me, but I don't know, still kind of have to wait and see what kind of results I'm going to see. Um, but I'm kind of keto-ish still, so I'm still kind of following keto, but I'm not as strict. I still have carbs, but I just have very, very low carb for, like, I don't have more than 20 grams of carbs per meal. And then for snacks, I don't have carbs unless it occurs naturally in a fruit that I'm eating for a snack. My snack um, typically is like a piece of fruit, like an orange or a mandarin or like a couple of berries with some like meat, some sort of meat for protein. Or if I haven't had a shake yet, I would have a half a scoop of a shake of my shake powder and then a half a serving of my almond milk. Um, but anyway, and so since doing that all together, I have lost 42.4 pounds. So finally seeing a lot of results <laughs> anyway and one thing i have learned and it has helped me tremendously on coping with this health condition and becoming stronger is by putting my faith in god i can't remember if I mentioned this in my previous episodes, but I'll just say it again. Um, I am spiritual and I have a faith that in a higher power and I think that is God. I believe in the Bible, but if you are a non-believer, that is totally fine. That's what you believe. And disregard this but this is what has helped me I had put all my faith and cares and worries into him and into into God and he has helped shape me into being a very strong and confident woman and um he put my husband in my life to help make me even stronger so because of God I have moderate depression whereas before um, when I first was diagnosed with polycystic ovarian syndrome I kind of lost my relationship with him but I also it was it's a it's a hard thing to explain, but I kind of lost my way with him and 
never looked back until I met my husband. Really, so. And I finally have everything under control with that. <laughs> so, I know this one's a bit longer, but I hope you find it enjoyable and I hope it was kind of funny at least and very entertaining. I really do hope that. And if you have any feedback that you wish to um, give me, um, please use the voice message option or you can even email me. And if you wish to re remain anonymous, then just simply state it and I won't mention your name or your username. Um, along with if you can click that subscribe button and support my podcast, I would greatly appreciate it. And if you could share it with your friends and family or whatever, or people who you think would like my podcast, I would greatly appreciate that, appreciate that too. And also, um, any donations that is made to my podcast, um, from the Anchor app, I can't remember if you can make any donations on the other apps, but anyway, all of that money will be used to get better equipment to produce better quality podcast episodes. So, I hope you have a great weekend, or had a great weekend, because I don't know when this is going up, <laughs> um, but I hope your day is really good, and I hope that you're in a really good place, and I love you all for supporting me and showing me a lot of love through this. I will talk to you in my next episode. Bye!